Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today we are here with Maggie, who has an, a really amazing, beautiful, yummy, delicious angel story to share with you. Maggie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh, of course. Thanks for being here. I'm going to have you take it away and share your story. Um, so when I was looking at colleges, um, I went to a school that is all girls Catholic college. And the first thing that they talked about was this program where you're connected with a nun, essentially, um, because they have like a convent uh, at the school and it was just really hyped up. (laughs) So I decided when I ended up going to the college that I really wanted to join this program. And the person that actually gave me the tour had starred my name so that I could get in because it was so popular. And for a freshman, it'd be hard to get in. So I was able to get in and they paired us randomly with a nun um, from the place next door. Uh, And so I got paired with Sister Dorothy and we just clicked instantly. It was like completely meant to be. She had actually just been sent from California to where I went to school in Indiana. And she was kind of upset about it because um, it was just like, you know, really cold in Indiana and she didn't really want it necessarily like wasn't that excited about it. So um, it just kind of happened that we both were there, got there at the same time. We we're both new. Um, and so we would meet every week and we'd go to church together and have lunch together. And we built this really special bond. And even though she was in her 80s and I was only, you know, 19 years old, um, we ended up staying really close throughout all the four years. I actually didn't have a great time at college, to be honest. So she was kind of the person there that like kept me grounded. She was my rock and just felt like a family member that I could go visit at any time. So we were just really, really close. And when I moved away back to Ohio here, um, we just kept in contact. And when um, I would go visit her once in a while, I brought her a flower one time and I didn't really think she'd keep it alive for so long, but she ever, you know, Every time we'd talk, she'd say, oh, the flowers in bloom again, or, you know, oh, the flower, whatever, you know, she, she was just like, that was very important to her to keep it alive. And, um, for a couple of years, she kept it alive. And so, uh, I heard last year that she had passed away 
And, um, you know, it was really hard. That was like the first person I really lost that I was close with. And so the next day after I heard, I was just really upset. So I went for a walk and, um, I just was, you know, it was the middle of winter. It was February last year. And I thought to myself, you know, if you're there, can you just show me like a flower? That was the first thing that popped into my head. And then I was like, wait, that's so silly. Like we're in winter. It's not really a good time to look for a flower. And so I just kind of went about my walk and about maybe 10, 15 seconds later, I looked up and there was a beautiful flower, like in bloom on the side of a building that I had never, ever seen before on any of my walks, like ever. And, um, you know, I just kind of like started crying because I got the chills and I just knew it was her. And then I walked around the corner and there was this beautiful stained glass angel. And I was just like, sorry, I don't mean to get emotional, but I was just so like, oh my gosh, like that is, you know, so beautiful. And it just made me think of how important she was in my life. And even when you meet someone who's maybe at the end of their stage in life, they can still make such a you know difference in your life. And so it just brought back all the love and I felt it. And um, since then, you know, I've had two dreams where she was there. I don't really know how else to describe it. I just saw her and felt her presence and it's so distinct. Um, and Whenever now I want to, I feel like I can kind of tap into her like energy. And today I felt the same way, um, thinking about how I was going to talk about it. And it just made me smile again. (laughs) That is so amazing. Well, I love that you not only saw the flower, but the stained glass angel just right there at the same time. That's incredible. Um, And you know, it, it just it, you feel their presence, right? I feel like you were supposed to connect, like we were supposed to connect here because the one thing that she kept bringing through is that um, she is part of your spirit team, kind of like as a spiritual advisor from the other side. And she makes me feel like, um, so are you in your 20s still? 27. I'm like, I had to think about it. (laughs) 27. Okay. So I think hindsight is 2020, right? Like you're able to Mm -hmm. look back and say, oh, that's what that time of my life was, right? Yeah. (laughs) And um, I think a lot of people would agree with me when you go through like your early 20s, your mid 20s, your late 20s. Um, there's so much fun and there's so much excitement. And at the same time, there's complete uncertainty and this total, like, I I feel like a big worry or like big anxieties can set in, like, is everything going to work out the way that I want it to? And I think, you know, when you have faith in the other side, what she just said, and I believe this 110% is no, and it's going to work out so much better than you could have possibly imagined, right? Because what I see with myself, with my clients, with all of the people that I work with, with your energy is if we look at what our vision is for ourselves, and we think it's massive, It's just this tiny little thing. And then when you see God's vision for yourself and like feel the palpable energy of what it is to live a human lifetime over 
90 years, 100 years, and all of the interactions you're going to have with people and all of the, just, just take the magnitude of that. And she said, is it going to work? Because I feel like you keep asking yourself that question. It keeps coming back into my mind over. Yes. And so you're nodding your head every like, day, every day, every day. Is it going to work out the way that it that I think it is? And she just keeps saying over and over again, it's going to be so much better. It's going to be so much better. And so I want you to hold on to that because what you're really doing in your 20s is starting to work through that egoic mind guy in your head. And you have to talk back to it. If you let it drive the ship of your life, it will. Don't let it. The way that you um, drive your own life, steer your own life is and co-create with God is to follow God's directives for your life, no matter how much that egoic mind is like, but what about this? But what about this? But what about this? That's not even possible, right? Um, what is it that you're that you're in right now? And what is it that you want to go into? Oh, loaded question. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, you mean my job? Yeah. Okay. I'm an audiologist. Um, I work in the schools and I work at the children's hospital and I'm thinking about doing more of my own thing. I'm also interested in Reiki and things like that. I've been pulled towards it. I feel like in the last year I've been so pulled, felt like pulled towards it. But then I'm like, how can I, I don't want to have too many things going yeah. on, you know? So. There's a lot of energy with the audiology of, um, have you thought of starting your own, some sort of practice like, um, like with the audiology and children? Yeah. So I've, I'm thinking about doing more of a, um, like at home services and not, at the clinic, but like me going to someone's house or going to a birthing center and doing okay. things like that. What I'm feeling is more of like, um, like a, almost like a stagnant energy. So have you been in an office for a while now, like a couple of years? Yeah, I was in school and I graduated, um, in July, but, but last year I was in like a private practice for a whole year and I don't like to be in one Yes. It's like hard for me to be in one place every single day consistently. Like, um, I don't know. That's like what I was feeling. Okay. Cause yeah. the stagnant energy, um, <laughs> we need variety. You know, you could mm -hmm. say variety is life in a way. And they said, don't discount that about yourself. And what you're, um, who's, who's the grandmother on the other side? Um, uh, my dad's mom. Okay, because she just stepped forward and she just said, you sometimes try and fit a square hole into a round peg or other way around. You know, whatever yeah. that <laughs> saying is. Um, she said, sometimes you think to yourself, well, I should just be able to go to the same place and work every day. And you're shaking your head. Yes. For those who can't see you. It seems like everyone else can, you know, like everyone else is doing that. Why don't, why are I like satisfied doing that too? Cause it's not your energy. 
Okay. And the more that you just honor that within yourself, hey, I like some variety. I like to go to different people's houses. I like walking in, seeing how it's decorated. I like not knowing, you know, like where I'm going every day and who I'm working with. That's me. And I like that about myself. The more that you own that, the happier, more joy-filled you'll feel instead of trying to say like, I'm a round peg and I'm trying to fit myself into a square hole. Don't hold yourself back by saying, I should be this. Allow yourself to honor the energy that you have and who you are and then find what fits that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I want you to keep telling yourself it's it's, it turns out better than I even possibly could have imagined. Um, Cause I know like at that age and she keeps breaking me, bringing me back to a moment. I remember like, you know, when you have a good cry, like, like just like the good, (laughs) you just need a good sob, a good cry. I remember having one of those moments in the shower in my twenties and just like, I could not even say stay standing. Like I just had to get on the floor of the shower and I was balled up crying. And I've done that a few times Yes, this year. (laughs) Yes. And it's like, is anybody listening? You know, I just want a family. I want a person to be with. I want um, children. I want all of this to come together. And when I say hindsight is twenty twenty, I didn't realize how fast that was going to happen. Right? It right. feels like it's dragging out because it's over the course of our 20s, but you're grandma and your friend on the other side said it's going to happen quicker than you think. All of it's going to come together. Everything that you have dreamt of and more is going to come together. They said, stay open and continue to believe. And not just that, but you're also, um, my bestie, Sarah, her sister, Mish, always used to tell us, um, cause she was married back in the day and we weren't yet. Um, and she would <laughs> say, this is a magical time where any day you could be like, okay, this is the beginning of the rest of my life. And so I want you to live in that energy. Like this is a magical time, like any day, like, lightning could strike and everything's going to fall into place. Mm-hmm. That's the energy that I want you to hold. Okay. Okay. Cause you haven't, you're not with the person yet. Are you? I am, but we're, um, <laughs> I am. Yes. You are. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. no worries. No worries <laughs> at all. Um, so what I want you to know is just stay in that magical energy of like, mm-hmm. It's all coming together. It's all going to We're work. working for a family right now and we're just having some fertility stuff that we're, I'm, I feel like I'm waiting, like you're saying. So Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's what she's talking about, right? Like that mm-hmm. lightning could strike at any time yeah. and it's all going to come together. That's what she wants you to hear and what she wants you to know. And she said, she just keeps coming back to the way that it all works out you'll know and you'll have complete confidence looking back, you know, in 20 years yourself saying it happened the exact same way it was supposed to the right way. Okay. That, that gives me peace. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing 
she really wants you to know when it comes to your career. Like I say it like this to my angel Reiki school students. I know that one day I want to get certified in hypnotherapy. Um, one day I really want to try like somatic dance. I, there are a bunch of things that like I want to try and understand, mm -hmm. but I know I don't have capacity right here at this time in my life. And so you also kind of carry this energy of what you said before, like I don't want to add too much on my plate or I just don't you know, want to take on too much. Don't look at it that way. Look at it like you have a hundred years here on earth and maybe 10 years from now when you have time, you know, or, or, you know, whenever it is that there's other things that you want to bring in, trust that when it is time for it to be with you and you to be working on it, that they'll let you know. Okay. Okay. Um, trusting yourself a lot more because you are very, very intuitive. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Maggie, I hope this was helpful. Yes. Oh my gosh. I wasn't expecting. I, I really appreciate that. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you being here and sharing your angel stories. Thank you. I appreciate you, Julie. Of course. Beautiful souls, if you have angel stories to share, please submit them to uh, my email address, juliejancis at gmail.com. And we would absolutely love to have you on the show. I promise it's not scary at all. You just come down and um, you're on Zoom and you just share your story. Some people write them out. Some people like to talk off the cuff. Doesn't matter either way. And we just get to have a conversation. Um, again, you can submit those to juliejancis at gmail.com. And friends, if you're over on Instagram, follow me over at Angel Podcast, um, where I'd love to go live with you sometime. Thank you again, Maggie. I hope you have a blessed day and I hope everybody listening has a blessed day too. Thank you. You too. You too. Bye. Bye.